God bless you. This is Kat from Redeem LA, and today we will be touching on trends in the youth. Today we have Deborah, Danny, and Eric. Yo, yo, what's going on? Uh, my sister right here, Deborah hey and Eric. Um, today, guys, in the trends in the youth, uh, I want to talk about, um, I don't want to talk about it myself. I hope you all can have a beautiful talk today and uh, help you guys out and give you guys a huge blessing. Um, I, I want to start by saying the the number one trend that uh, I feel like there's been I think rose a lot of questions was the whole the whole trend with this uh, I don't even know that guy's name but uh, the guy that was dressing like a woman and and uh, yeah whatever his name is and um, you know the whole this hashtags now saying you know bring manly men back and supposedly that's you wearing woman woman's clothes mm -hmm. so look i want to read a verse and <clears throat> and then you guys can go into your into your what you guys found and everything so it says um first corinthians six nineteen. it says it says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own you were bought with a price so glorify god in your body so cat tell me what do you think about all this so I found a verse, Deuteronomy 22.5, and it says, A woman must not wear a man's clothing, nor a man wears women's clothing. This kind of thing is an abomination to God, your God. So what is an abomination? Which is basically disgust and hatred. But we're not saying, like, oh, God hates you, you know? We're trying to get the point of cross that women clothing and men clothing are way different. And trying to collide them together is just not going to... It's not going to work. So um, I want to touch on the Old Testament where a lot of people just use this um, this thing where we're using, where people in the Old Testament, they wore long robes and it was like, oh, everybody wore dresses. But yes, the dresses, there was always a difference. Men had different uh it was a dress, but it was a different apparel, and women had a different apparel as well. Like, you can tell the difference of which was um, being worn. And so this is, it's just, I read a commentary, and it was, it was like, wow to me, because it said, Está bien claro que ni el agua. And I was like, okay, facts, because it says in the Bible, and I mean, there's nothing to question in the Bible. It's just how you interpret it, and if you want to take it, take it, which we obviously should be taking. I was going to say that uh, the verse that Kat uh, read, uh, it's actually been one of the ones that have uh, been used a lot because a lot of people are claiming that because it's in the Old Testament, it's no longer relevant to what we're living today or that we're taking it uh, in a wrong way because we no longer live under the law. But this, I don't see this as the law. This is not talking about a covenant. This is talking about something that God hates. And God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So if he hates something yesterday, he didn't just, oh, there's a new law. I don't hate it anymore. 
absolutely not. And it's important to understand what exactly this verse is saying. Uh, when you actually look at the original, like the word that it says in the verse Kat was talking about, when it talks about what a woman should not do, it's uh, like the man's clothing. The clothing is actually talking about armor. Um, it's like, here, I'm reading you guys the original right now. It's the H3615. And it talks about um, weapons, armor, artillery, jewels. So it's things that were actually made for men, like, it's completely separate. But when it says about a, a man not wearing a woman's garment, it's, it's specifically talking about a dress. Like literally the original H8071 says a dress, especially a mantle. So we, we need to understand that what they're trying to do now in the world is confuse us. And try, I was even reading this uh, one pastor who was talking about how it was no longer relevant. And it blew my mind that even the people who... Um, are meant to be teaching and leading the church are confused in this way, saying that cross-dressers, uh, God loves them too. Absolutely. But he doesn't love the fact that they're cross-dressing. You know, that is con considered a sin. It's an abomination to God. And that's what we should uh, be looking into. Yeah, I agree. I feel like um, I, I wanted to explain something. And I, 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 wanted, to, I wanted to point something out that uh, some some people asked me the same question. Same question. Danny, why, why why is it wrong to wear you know if you're a man, wear girl clothing if you're, and if you're a girl wear boy clothing. Okay, in First Corinthians fourteen thirty three it says, "For God is not a God of confusion, but of God of peace, as in all the church of the saints." So confusion doesn't go with peace, right? Confusion goes with order, right? So if he's not a God of confusion, then he's a God of what? Order. Sounds good. Okay, so a lot of people say, hey, yeah, but you know what? You know, all the clothes can kind of be like cross-dressed. And I said, you're right. My sister can wear jeans, and I can wear jeans. But God is a God of order. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain to you why. There's three sets of garments that I see. Men, women, and the middle one, I can call it like almost like unisex. For example, let's just say, Cap, you're cold. It's a cold night. I got my sweater, and I have a sweater in my car. Does that mean that you wearing my sweater for a few hours is going to be a sin? Why? Because the sweater is for anybody that's cold. <laughs> it's used. It's for a cold. Now, am I going to wear a bra? <laughs> you see? Are you going to wear boxers? No, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is God is a God of order. You see what I'm saying? Women have jeans. Men have jeans. But my size is not your size. Right. You can never reach my size. You can, you can, no matter how big you get, you will never be able to reach my size because I'm bigger than you. My back is bigger than you. My, my, my waist is bigger than you. Everything about me and, and is bigger than you. And, and I, wanted to, I, wanted, I wanted to make sure that you guys understand this, that if we understand that God is a God of order, then we understand that he puts everything, even though it might look the same, he gave everything a different a different, uh, what's it called? Um, what do you call it? Like function. For example, why do you, for example, just check this out. We have a hand and it has five of the same things. But each finger gives different function. For example, if you lose your thumb, might as well throw away your hand. You see what I'm saying? If you lose your pinky, you can, can you still live? Yeah, but you lose a function. Can you lose your middle finger? Yeah, but you lose a function. You see what I'm saying? Why did God give us two eyes? 
Because the left eye has a function and the right eye has a function. Why did God give us two nostrils? Because the left, uh, what's it called, nostril has a function? Why did he give it to zero? I, I can ask about everything. Also, why women have ears and we don't, uh, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> God gave, God is a God of order. Therefore, he gave a function to everything he put. So what, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. That's why he put, I'm going to give one more example and, and I'm going to move on. I want to hear what, 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 what my friend here, um, Eric, uh, has, has to say. But uh, for example, why did he make so many trees? All trees should go under one, but he didn't. He made redwood trees. He made pine trees. You see what I'm saying? Every tree goes according to what? To its function. Yes, that way. I was going to say that. You know, it's it's so awesome that you're saying this thing about trees right now because trees uh -uh, don't think they're flowers. You know, trees continue to be trees. And yes, each tree has its own. There's many different kinds, and they can have various different characteristics just like humans right like no two women are the same that's the same and no two men are the same but women shouldn't think they're men and men shouldn't think they're women right and can i tell you something i, I hope i'm not making you guys feel dumb or anything and mm-hmm. people that are listening to i don't want you guys, i don't want to call you guys dumb we are the only species that have trouble with identity right if god makes a lion a lion he's not wondering why he's not a dog <laughs> <laughs> us as the only people the only creation that god was willing and it's beautiful to give us our own mind and oh yeah but I, you know we have problem i want to i feel like a woman or a man feels like a or a woman feels like a man god gotta give you that mind so you can decide and discern not to not to lose your identity and like just and just like, like just like deb said a tree is not wondering why it's not a flower, and a flower is not wondering why it's a tree. Everybody has its functions, whether it's small, big, short, fat, whatever it is. Everybody has its function, and God's a God of order. Yeah, you know, it's it's going back to the Deuteronomy uh, verse twenty-two five. It's interesting when it talks about men. Uh, it's talking about a valiant man, a warrior, a person, right? So essentially. Like you were saying, everyone has a function, everyone has a role, right? In, 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 the, in the biblical times, and even now, it's, I know it's going to sound a little weird to say it, but it's, it's a man's role to be the head of the house, right? It's a man's role to cover his wife, to cover his children, to, spite, to help fight their spiritual battles, to be a warrior for his family. So when you have a man who's giving up that role, you kind of, like you were saying, you start going out of order, and God is a God of order. If he established that role, um, I know there's, this is going to sound, you know, very machista, but that is what the Bible says. That is right. a man's role. Mm-hmm. A man's role is to cover, to provide, and to protect, and to redeem, just like um, what happened with uh, Ruth, right, um, and Boaz, right? So when a man starts giving up his identity, when he starts trying to, in this case, we're giving the example of a man trying to wear a dress, you start giving up your role as a man. You know, you start degrading what God calls you to be in his order, in the family structure, in societal structure. Um, and again, it doesn't mean women can't be equal as men in terms of work, the workplace and their, their voice, because we believe women also have a voice and they also have a vote in the family, for example, right? But when it comes to a man's role in the family, it is you start giving up that role and you start opening doors. You start uncovering your family. If you imagine you're, you're, you're married to, to, to a man and he starts dressing like a woman, it's like, okay, what? <laughs> like, okay, what? Or are we sharing clothes? I already have that. Like, like as a woman, like for example, as a man, if, if I just hear me out, hear me out. If a man, right, I marry, I marry a girl and, I, and he, she starts dressing like a man, I'll be like, I didn't marry somebody to get more guy clothes. You see what I'm saying? 
I married somebody to to see a different point of view, to think oppositely, uh, you know, think differently than I think, to have different clothes. If not, imagine I want to get a shirt and I, I wear two XL, and then oh, that's my shirt, leave it there. I'll be like, oh, it's okay, sorry, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that there's there's no point, there's no order in that, and the huge, the huge, I think the huge hole that the world doesn't see is that if we lose this order, for example, check this out, let men that feel like women be women and let women that feel like men be 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 men be be men okay let's just say okay fine let's let them. <laughs> so what about when we start thinking about what about pedophiles that are 45 and think they're 15 mm. doesn't it apply also to them yeah, we start we start opening a bunch of doors right like where 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 do we stop like where do we where it do we becomes backwards. right we, we right and there's this, there's a backwards. saying going there's a saying in, in English saying you go, you end up going down a rabbit hole, right? Like and it's from that that book Alice in Wonderland where they get that saying. But it's like where do we stop? You know where where do where do we start drawing the line? And and you know the the hardest thing is once we start kind of unraveling that structure, it's hard to put it back together. There's a it, reason why there's a structure, right? And exactly it's like when you have like let's say a wool sweater. If you guys ever have one of those, and you have a little like strand. Oh you God. pull it. You're not doing any, yeah, it, the sweater's gone at that yes. point. You literally pulled it apart. So, I think that was the best example. Right, and then how do you, you can't sew it back on. It's too late. So we start unraveling the structure. And I think we're at that point where it's too late. Where I mean, it's not too late for us, but it's too late to pull back the, right. oh, I want to save the world. No. <laughs> at this point, it's like when you throw a grenade, everybody save themselves. Mm -hmm. At this point, make sure you save yourself. Make sure that you keep yourself safe. And I want to say before, uh, before my sister says anything, I want to say something. And this is why I want to tell you guys, people that are, that are confused with this and that call themselves Christians and trust me, Jesus loves you. I think you're a Christian. I think just that you're a little bit confused. But listen, in Matthew 18, 6, it says, if one of these little children, belie uh, children believes in me and someone causes that child to sin, it is very bad for that person. Listen. It would be better for them to have a milestone tied around their neck and be drowned in the deep sea. What does that mean? If you're confused and you come to church and you start confusing other kids around you, other youth around you, be careful. Because rather, God rather see you dead than continue. So, well, Danny, but yeah, I'm confused. I, I can't speak to my friends. No, no, mm -hmm. you can speak to your friends. Just be careful what you speak of. Because if you start making, for example, let's just say me, oh, I, I want I want to cross-dress. And then I come and tell Kat, hey, Kat, let's cross-dress. And then because mm -hmm. I am your leader and I'm older than you, you say, hey, yeah, if he says, let's do it. And then everybody starts doing it. Mm -hmm. I make all of you guys fall. Look what God wants. Right. He wants you to drown before you do this. I was going to say, Danny, that it's really important uh, for anybody who listens to us. Maybe some of you feel this confusion in your minds and in your hearts. And let me tell you that the reason you feel this confusion is because you haven't understood God's truth. And maybe you haven't been uh, freed from, I don't know, the chains in your life. So I think it's important that you know that there is no judgment, that we are not here to condemn you. Never. Condemnation is is not a thing that we're, we're doing. We're just trying to shed light so that you understand. Because one of the biggest issues is that these trends, these things, that um, come up mostly from Hollywood. Like whatever comes up usually comes from people who others look up to. Because I assure you, if some random hobo on 
I don't know, the streets of LA would say, oh, the new trend is to wear dresses, everyone would laugh at his face. But because it's someone so influential, like Harry Styles, and people are literally obsessed with this guy, it becomes something like, yeah, absolutely. How did we not see this before that men should be able to wear dresses? But it's not because of that. It's just a trend. It's someone trying to put stuff in your head. But what I was going to say is that the Bible says in... Isaiah 5.20, doom to you who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness in place of light and light in place of darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet sweet for bitter. So let's be careful, us as Christians who know the truth already, to not confuse what is good with what is bad. Let us keep our firm, our, our feet firmly planted on the rock that is Christ and that we may have his mind and not our own thoughts. Uh, that's what I wanted to share. I think Kat wanted to Yes, so I wanted to touch back on guys going on feminine clothes and everything. So they a lot of I've seen I've done a lot of reading and a lot of people are like, oh, but girls they wear baggy clothes. Oh, girls are doing streetwear, and I am someone that likes streetwear. But there, there's like it's it's your intention. Obviously, if you're gonna wear something baggy, I'm gonna I'm gonna pair it up with like jewelry and still make myself look like a girl. Obviously, but trying to dress feminine is like, are you? looking more like a guy or are you trying to feel more like a girl you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and the clothing from old times think of who made that clothes who is making the clothes now yeah. like yeah. it's it's probably gays well not probably it, it it is gays you know and so we have to think of who's making these clothes and our intention of how we wear it and why we wear it and i feel like our generation well most like mo- more like my generation is is big on feelings and emotions, which is not something God is not saying like, oh no, you're not allowed to have feelings, you know? He he wants you to have feelings. But we're so quick to say like, oh, you know, I think, or what do I do? And we should be thinking like, what does God wants, want us to do? What is, what is the scriptures telling us and trying to like print in our heads like what is correct, can, you know? Can, can I jump into what you were taught about the influencers? And I think you were touching on that, Kat, and I think so were you, Deb, that <clears throat> everyone's just being influenced by social media, right, our friends. Um, and I was just, this, the verse came to mind of Proverbs thirteen twenty when it talks about, uh, let me see what it says here. I had it up right here on my screen. It says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So the companion, I mean, if we apply it to our daily life and to our modern life now, who are we following on social media? Who are we essentially hitching ourselves to to influence who we are in our identity, right? Are we being influenced, like, you know, by a certain artist who wants to dress with, you know, dresses, you know? And are we going to follow him? Because if we follow him, then it's going to essentially Proverbs 13, 20 says, if we associate ourselves with fools, people who choose to ignore the truth, people who know what is right, but they choose to ignore it, it's going to lead us to harm. So what do we do there? You know, I think we have to, in all generations, we have to be careful who we are influenced by. First of all, our identity is not determined about by what certain person says. Our identity is determined by what God says. Right. What matters is who he says we are, not what the world says we are. And I think that's a problem that a lot of us have. Everyone's gone through that. We want to fit in. We want to be part of the crowd. We want to be popular. We want to have a lot of thousands of followers on Instagram. But really, you know, quantity over quality. I'd right. rather have one or two good friends that are going to lead me, to, who are wise, who are going to lead me in the paths of Christ, who are going to instill wisdom, instill the truth of God, than be surrounded by 10,000 fo- people 
who are going to lead me down the wrong path. I was going to add, Eric, that our identity is Christ. Correct. Right. Yeah. Literally, when we understand his sacrifice and when we understand that he is in us and we are in him, then everything becomes clear. What he thinks is what I think. No matter what my heart says, because my heart is deceitful and my mind wants to go other places and it's dumb. What I want to do is what God wants to do. I agree. And I was going to mention uh, before, because Kat said something that was super important. She said that it had to do t with intent. And I think that this all comes down to the triangle of liberty. Um, I have it in 1 Corinthians 10, 23 and 1 Corinthians 6, 12. It says, we are allowed to do anything. So they say that is true, but not everything is good. We are allowed to do everything, but not everything is helpful. All things are lawful to me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. And the one that uh, really called my attention was I will not be dominated by anything. And there's another version that I thought was super awesome. It's MSG. It says, if I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, I'd be a slave to my whims. And that's exactly what we become we become slaves to our thoughts to these trends to these things but with our intent like Kat was saying um streetwear is it's awesome it's cute um and it's baggy it's true but you are not doing it with the intent of looking like a man you are doing it in the intent of looking cute but that being said uh someone was mentioning to me um when we i was having a discussion with someone about this they were mentioning to me that uh the bible also said that women shouldn't like dress uh ostentatious mm -hmm. uh, they shouldn't wear like a lot of crazy jewelry and whatnot but i was reading in the bible that there are moments to adorn and then there are moments to chillax so i think we should take all of that into consideration i agree and and you know what just just so you can kind of move on because i don't want to stick you know yeah. we've already talked about this 20 minutes but <laughs> if, if you think about it it's 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 a little by little so i, I like what eric said it's, it's like that wool sweater that you pull in a little bit let's just say we pull on on this on this man to girl, right? And then LG LGBTQ comes in. Mm -hmm. And then abortion comes in. And then uh, there's another trend I was, I was writing here. Then, I don't know, we're, we're uh, as women, I don't think men have this problem, but uh, mm -hmm. women uh, start following the trend that they, want, they, need, they need to show their body in social media in order to, uh, <laughs> in order to get likes. And I wonder, I've, I've always wondered, I've always wondered, I've always wondered, how come they don't do this to guys? Nobody wants to see. No, do, do, do you see what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like, like as for example, why don't they sexualize? Don't why don't they sexualize men as well? I'm gonna tell you why. Because women have a have a harder time looking at themselves in the mirror than men. Men is more like, hey, you throw water on. You don't even shower that day. You just <laughs> throw on some pants and you do and you do what you do. But a girl can't do that. A girl stops and goes. Oh my God! Look at my nose. Oh my God! Look at my cheek. Oh my God! Look at my eye. Oh my God! Look at this. Oh my you God! Do look not at that. claim this. So 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 you know, <laughs> so, you, so, you know so you know I, you know what I think the world sees the world sees uh, a hole and they attack it and check this out uh, for men you know I think we have a problem boasting on social media have you seen those guys that have like those wraps <laughs> and they put them like this and I always I always say I was like who did that edify you know. In my country, where I come from, or Guatemala, if you come out with a rack like that, lock your doors. <laughs> lock your doors because they're coming for you, and not just easy. They're coming hard. And and another one, another trend that, that we we say, hey, Danny, but why is it bad? I don't think it's bad. We just have to be careful with it. The the BLM, the Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter. I agree. Just be careful. Be careful that we're not overthrowing our government. Be careful that we're not unfunding the police because we need it. Be careful that you don't feel like, oh, black people should get a pass for everything. No, everybody 
Everybody, everybody. Let me tell you a quick fact about about Black Lives Matter. Did you guys know that uh, that in uh, in uh, Haiti, uh, is this Haiti? Haiti, Haiti. Haiti. <laughs> uh, in Spanish is uh, Haiti. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so is that in 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 Haiti? You said right, Haiti. They still have slavery. Danny, what what, what, what are you saying? Let me. I'm gonna tell you guys how it works and how it used to work back then. The way it works is this way. Let's just say I have a family and I'm 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 a person of color and I have a son and I can't give him education and there's a another co- a family of color that have a lot more money and does have education. So I say, hey, my family will be your servant slash slave, so you can give my son some some education. So check this out. So they go. And they tell them, yeah, give me your son. He'll be my slave. He'll go to school. And then 20 years later, they said, oh, I forgot to take him to school. And then guess what they do? Take his son. Huh? Not only take his son, but they already indoctrinated him that he's going to be a slave for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. So now when he gets married, he's going to tell his son, we are slaves. And then his son's going to tell his son, we are slaves. So what I'm trying to say is, fine. If we're going to get mad, let's get mad at everybody who wants slaves which is black people as well. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, my, my point, I'm going to go back to my point of trends. Be careful. Be careful of what trend uh, what trend we, we have. Go ahead, Kat. Kill it. So I was going to touch on where you said how girls are, like yes, now, we have I to show you. skin and everything, you know? So um, first... Timothy 2.9, it says, I also want the women to dress modestly with decency and propriety, adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or gold or pearls or expensive clothes. So obviously we wear um, hairstyles and gold and pearls, but I want to focus on propriety. Um, Correct me if I'm saying it wrong. Propriety. Um, So this is to like ask yourself when you're wearing wearing something, Ask yourself, like, is this too much? Am I going to cause inappropriate attention to myself? Have that consciousness of, like, just look at yourself. and Because and, the way you dress reflects your attitude and your heart. And I just feel like if you have just, like, for example, like, whenever we go out to the beach, yeah. like, I always ask Deb. Because, I mean, obviously, if I'm a girl, I'm be like, oh, yeah, we're going to the beach. I'm going to wear a bathing suit, two-piece bomb. We're going. No, but obviously, we're going out with the youth, right? And so I text Deb. I'm like, hey, girl, is this too much? She's like, yeah, a little bit. So just cover up a little bit, and we're good. And, yeah, I feel like we should, as girls, and guys, too, I mean, there's a time and place and to wear anything. And I just think, like, yes, ask yourself, am I dressed accordingly to where I'm going or if I feel right in these clothes. And, you know, I think it's, you know, God knows everything and obviously because he's the architect, right, of of everything in life. Amen. And, you know, some people may say, why why so many instructions about women, how they dress? What about men? Why don't you give instruction to men? And and I think think it's, you know, mostly women, right? And I think it has to do with the idea that God knows how he wired men, Right. And, and, and let's be real, you know, it's men are more visual than yeah. women are. Yeah. So God's trying to create a balance, knowing the weaknesses of men and the weaknesses of women, right? Women have different weaknesses. They tend to be more like mind and brain oriented, right? Like thoughts. So cerebro, I guess, is the way they call it. But um, so God knew what he was doing when he was laying these, these, these thought processes, these guidance, these instructions to say, hey, I know what men are and how they are. And let me protect you as a woman. God, God keeping an eye out 
for the female gender, knowing what what could happen in a man's mind. I I agree, and and keep in mind that that even Paul says it in Corinthians, if your brother has a hard time seeing you eat meat, don't eat meat in front of right. him. Mm-hmm. So so for example, um, <clears throat> we have to keep in mind as well that church is not full of the greatest people in the world. Mm-hmm. There might be some rapists. I don't want you to be like, oh my yeah. God, I'm scared. <laughs> but keep in mind that there are people mm-hmm. that are trying to change. Therefore, if a, if a girl comes with a skin-tight pants, a skin-tight shirt, you know, those feelings decide to come up. And you know what? I don't blame the girl. I blame the men that we are ridiculously disgusting. And, mm-hmm. I, I, and that's why we're here. I want you to understand, women, that's why we're here. Because I need to get that out of my head. But if you come like that, you're not helping me at all. So can you be my sister and help me? That's the question. Are you willing mm-hmm. to help other people? And just like you said, when we go to the beach, what do you guys wear? I love what you guys wear. White shirt and some shorts. Go. Um, I was going to touch on, of again, about what we were talking about, about how we um, feel on our clothing. So intention. It's not a, I just Intention. I just feel like that's just the top of it all. Because what is your intention of wearing something short? Are you wearing it because, oh, because, oh, Kylie Jenner wears it or somebody you see on your Instagram feed maybe it is trendy maybe um little tops are in but are you wearing it because do you feel comfortable wearing it or are you just wearing it because you see your partner wearing it you're the person next to you wear it but actually wear something that is comfortable to you how you feel like okay some of my family members that are not Christian they um they tell me that like oh my god and I'm Mm -hmm. like okay Thank you. I take that as a compliment because I'm I'm reserving <laughs> myself and I'm just, you know, I feel good. Like, I don't care what you say. I feel good. And um, obviously, I'm not showing skin and everything. And even, like, um, they tell me, like, oh, you're flaquita. Why don't you just wear, like, short dresses? Or why don't you wear a crop top because you're skinny? And I'm like, dude, I don't feel good in crop things. Like, I just don't. And I'm not going to wear it because you tell me. I'm going to wear what I feel comfortable with. And it's just all about intention and what. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I ask about that, Daniel? What have yeah. you thought about it? What do you guys think about this? I mean, I think intention's important, but I think we also have to gauge or measure our intention. Mm-hmm. Is our intention being guided by what the word says? Because we can have a good intention, but our intention can be wrong. It can be misguided. It can be on the wrong side of... Because what if someone says, well, my intention is just to be in love and I want to be in love <laughs> with a man. Yeah. If you're a man and you want to be in love with a man, yeah, that might be your intention, but that's a misguided intention. That is not the correct intention. So I think we have to create a safety latcher, a safety valve. Yes, your intention matters, but so long as your intention is according to what the word and what God says about that. I was going to say that, um, especially with dress, that's something really difficult to right. kind of set like boundaries. It's it's not always just black and white because maybe, Eric, for you, it's not like, oh, it's not hard to see a girl like in a tank top. But maybe for Danny, it's like, oh, my gosh, she's wearing a tank top with her <laughs> arms. Mm. You know, it's like, di- you know, different <laughs> right, people, right. different things, different, you know. Yeah, different so weaknesses. it's really hard to guess and to actually, I think that's why I think Kat was saying that intent matters while, of course, you're not going to show up to church in a crop top, you know, and a mini skirt and <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, my intent is to just be holy. Of course not, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's, it's not exactly that easy to just put like black and gray in it. I mean, black and white in it. It's sort of like a, a gray space in some places because something that might not make you fall will make another fall. So what do you do in that situation? I mean, you're more mature in that sense in terms of like guiding young women in terms of like how to dress appropriate how do you how would you tell a young woman to 
how would they gauge that? How would they measure that? How would they how would they know how to, how to handle themselves in that situation? I would say number one is where are you going? Like the first thing, like I would never tell. Like let's say right now she was talking about the beach. I would never say wear a long dress to the beach. You know, unless you want to, I mean, then go for it. You know, it's, it depends to the place where you're going. You're going to go to the park and you're going to wear some shorts. Awesome. You know, just make sure they're not like super short and you're going to run around and your parts are going to be falling out. Of course not, you know, there's like certain places to wear certain things. But let's, for example, somebody who comes to church uh, and let's say one of the girls, I know they love to dance and they're going to wear a very short dress and they're going to come up in the front and then they're going to be jumping around. I'd say, you know what, probably you should not wear that. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Everybody's going to be able to see your underwear. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how I would judge it. I'd say modestly, but also, you know, don't get too crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to have to do like a, a part two, but I just want to say something. <laughs> I, I want to say something. So I was, I was, uh, I was uh, watching this guy in a video, and this guy goes to, he's a teacher in the university, right? And he says, listen, I have been teaching for 25 years, right? And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he makes this, uh, he's an anthropology professor. And he does this, uh, check this out because I thought this was amazing. Um, <clears throat> he does this, like, how do you call it? Like, uh, like anthropology, like like a test, I guess, like a... like A, a study? A study, yes. Dude, uh, so I'm so sorry, I, I blinked out. So a study, and he, he tells every single girl, student he's had, he goes, listen, you're going to be stranded in an island for the next month. No internet. No phone. Give me a list of what you'll take. Right? And then he comes up and he goes, in all my time teaching, I never got something sexy. I never got a, you know, uh, lingerie. I never got a bikini. All I got was, oh, I'll take shorts. I'll take everything that's that would be normal. So he goes, so he, he says this. Every woman that says that, you know, gets in lingerie and goes on, a, on, you know, on the camera for herself is a complete liar. Because it's not true. You, it, it, it's, 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 it, it has to be. If that was the case, then he says, if that was the case, then you would bring it to the island for yourself. But no, people that go to the island by themselves with no internet, no phone, no nothing, they take some shorts. What do they want to do? Be comfortable, have enough food, have enough water. And I, that's the way I would think. You're telling me, oh, are you going to bring, uh, you know, some nice shoes to the beach? No, I'm going I'm to I'm take some <laughs> they sandals. Stay home. Yeah, they stay home. <laughs> so when I get back, but that's that's it. But I was looking at this guy and I was like, wow. I was like, yeah. Um, so as we're like wrapping this up together, yeah. I just want to tell you guys that um, as Christians, we have to think differently, way differently. And not being a part of these trends, you're going to feel like, oh, I'm losing so many friends. Like, because there's people out in the world that are that cancel you so quick. They're like, oh, you don't do this. Oh, you're canceled. Or you don't believe this. You're canceled. You don't agree with me. Oh, we don't think the same. You're canceled. And that is so, so toxic. And I just want you guys to know that you are not alone. Although you may think that, oh my God, people are canceling me, but you are not alone. Literally, God is with you. And my verse is, I want to share with you guys, John 15, 18. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. This was to, Jesus said this to comfort his disciples. And you can't, just don't feel alone. You have God by you. And as you feed your your spirit, you just, everything is, everything just comes together. It makes much more sense that we are not part of this world. We are in the world, but not part of it. I was going to say that uh, 
Kat, literally, as you were saying that, Matthew 6, 31, 33 says, Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And I thought that was so awesome, because what we as Christians should be making a trend is this, seeking mm -hmm. the kingdom of God first, and making sure that those people who feel canceled know that there's others who are doing this. Right. And we could all do it together. Well, I think we're going to wrap yeah. this one up here. I want to say something because I think you said something important. When people in this world cancelate, ah, cancelate. When, pe <laughs> when people, <laughs> cancel. Sorry, 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 sorry. When people, when your friends, when the people in this world cancels you, Jesus validates you. So keep that in mind as well. As the world cancels you, Jesus validates you. Jesus finds you. Jesus legitimizes you. So keep that in mind. All right, guys. We're um, reaching like around 35 minutes today. Um, remember, guys, follow at RedeemLA on Instagram. That's where we're going to have everything. Remember, we're going to come up with a take two. Strengthen your faith two minutes at a time. I'll see you guys there or here. Take care, guys. God bless. God bless. God bless you guys. Bye.